Did you ever want to have a conversation with the podcast host, their guests, or the other listeners who have the same mindset and lifestyle? Well, look no further because the Move With Love podcast has created the Move With Love Mastermind. It is a group of people around the world, from mothers to healers to creatives of all sorts, where we connect, we hold each other accountable, we celebrate and support through the ups and downs. So if you feel the call to connect, dive deeper with me, April Miranda, your host, healer and guide, or the guests or other listeners, join the Move With Love Mastermind. Go to movewithlove.ca. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Move With Love podcast. I am your host, April Miranda, healer, Reiki master, author, and entrepreneur, and I'm so excited to interview my next guest, Amanda Kirkland. She is a personal growth coach, as well as a certified Avalon Empowerment Trauma-Aware Transformation transformational coach, a master practitioner in evolved NLP, that's neurolinguistics programming, quantum time release, quantum change process, and hypnotherapy, which has also completed a course in social impact awareness. Please welcome to the show, Amanda Kirkland. Hello, Amanda. Welcome. Hey, April. I am so excited to be here and doing something different with you than you being my yoga teacher. <laughs> so wild, hey? I know. Oh, how cool. our paths have crossed. Like we were doing yoga consistently, like every Thursday, and then life happened. And I see you in this new community as we're getting our nails done. And yeah. now here we are totally doing totally different things Completely. from what we were doing back then. It feels like a lifetime ago. Hey, it does. It does. <laughs> how much time, how much a few years can change oh, for the better, for the better. Oh my gosh. Holy, where do I even start? Um, okay, let's start with, I just want to hear three, three major turning points that have brought you to where you are today. Um, probably one, estranging myself from my parents and one sibling. That doesn't sound like a happy thing, but it was uh, a turning point. Um, the second one was probably... I knew my real my career in real estate development or the project I was working on was coming to an end. I'd been working in that field for close to 30 years. And I kind of had to decide whether to continue down the same road and pursue another position at another company doing the same thing or do something completely different. So instead of taking the usual right, I followed some breadcrumbs that the universe started to be dropping my way in front of me. Um, and it led me to where I am right now. In between that, I started working with a coach um, on a business idea I had. Little did I know that at the end of the day, the most important thing that would come out of that was, I mean, my healing, my personal growth, but realizing that the journey I had been on um, and the lessons I've learned and the shifts I've made, I wanted to share with 
other women who may be struggling with the same things I did to save them, you know, losing chunks of years of time or hours struggling with things that they really weren't going to be able to control at the end of the day. So I have tools now, I have lessons, I have, you know, been there, done that. Uh, You know, I'm living proof that you can get on the other side of, you know, from, I like to say from toxic to terrific. Yes. What are your, what were the biggest lessons that you've learned? That you can't change other people's behavior. Um, It sounds so simple, but when I look back at almost every struggle I've had, what I was trying to do was get somebody to come around to my way of thinking. Um, And I was writing about this earlier on today and I realized that the people that I was trying to get to change, and in my opinion, change for the better, were never going to change because they were, um, I'm gonna say hurt people. They were, you know, and, outwardly appeared, whether it was self-centered, egocentric, had narcissistic tendencies, et cetera. So there was common trait um, in terms of the people I was struggling with a lot. And the more I struggled, the more it made me look like the one that was dysfunctional and there was something wrong with me. Because it was sort of, you, my, my, my behavior was used against me. So yes, you can't change other people. Um, My expectations have decreased tremendously. Um, I realize now that just, you know, because Amanda expects things to be a certain way, the rest of the world may not. Um, So it's sort of, instead of trying to change things and wish things were differently it's more taking control of our own behavior and our reactions and not worrying about the other persons Um, because you can't do something about that and if they are going to make any changes and you adjust your behavior you may actually see some changes evolve over time with them Mm. yeah definitely like switching the perception I, I see it as like even changing your set of goggles. Sometimes mm-hmm. we look at the world a certain way. And then sometimes you kind of just like look like, oh, that's what's really happening. I've been thinking it one way or even been gaslighted to think one way. And then yeah. now you are aware of, yes, yeah, like what did I see in your bias? Like you, know, you, you deserve to have your life in your own hands. What did you, you coined it beautifully. Life on your own terms is what you said. Life on your own terms. Yeah. And so what are some skills that brought you to becoming the coach? That's what I'm really curious. The skills, because you talked about some lessons, but now like, what are the skills that brought you here? I'm not sure if I'd call it a skill, but the fact that I've, I've been where my, the people I work with my clients are today Mm -hmm. and my life has done a complete 180, especially in the last few years. In terms of, you know, skills, some of the skills I have haven't done me a great service at times in a work situation 
previously, the corporate world, because mm-hmm. I'm very intuitive. Um, and that's one of the things with my clients when we're working together. Um, you know, in coach speech, we talk about the presenting problem. But what we really need to do is peel back all the layers of the onion to get to what is really the root of the problem, the source. Um, and it's not something that I'm trained specifically to do, but I can piece together the pictures and something that's going on in someone's life to better understand where some of their struggles may be coming from. And, and part of that is because, you know, I've been there, I've dealt with dysfunctional, toxic relationships, you know, narcissism, family estrangement, uh, eating disorder, you name it. Mm -hmm. And, um, didn't understand why all those things were happening or what was actually happening till I was on the other side of it. Um, empathy and listening would be the other two. And I've had to, you wouldn't know right now, cause I'm talking a mile a minute, but, um, I have learned to be a much better listener. Beautiful. Um, when you said at the beginning, toxic to terrific. So you mentioned, some family stuff, you mentioned some professional stuff, or even, yes, yeah, so a personal and professional. Um, I guess, yeah, paint a little picture of where you were before personally, you know, the toxic to terrific, and now professionally toxic to terrific. I'm just curious to hear um, and witness the, <laughs> <laughs> there's the mic, um, the transformation. Well, I feel about 50 pounds lighter, not, you know, weight, weight wise, but I feel like the weight of the world's taken off my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was struggling so hard to prove that there wasn't something wrong with me, that it almost made it look like there was something wrong with me. I don't know if that makes sense. When I was setting boundaries with my parents, um, I, I, I'll be candid about it. I walked into my doctor's office one day and he said, you know, I've got a letter from your parents. And the first thing I said is, am I in trouble? And this is a 48 year old woman saying this. And I read it and they said they were, they feared I was on the verge of a mental breakdown that I wasn't coming to the farm anymore. And my, you know, her sisters suspect this, that, and the other, and that may be why she's not coming to the farm. I had started setting boundaries and I didn't know at the time what boundaries were. Um, but I set started setting boundaries and taking started taking more care of myself and it got turned around because mm-hmm. they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I went through, you know, a similar work situation and a friend situation where I started setting boundaries and and I always spoke up for myself, but probably not using the right language. Um, and now I've gone down this road. I don't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> where where life was and where it is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, those people are not in my life anymore. And it is cleared the way for well, a brand new career, a complete transition. Um, 
a relationship I just celebrated a one-year anniversary with that is um best one I've ever had Mm. um and I'm surrounded by some pretty awesome like-minded people have met some you know new friends new clients um Mm. and just it's it's peace I don't have to get up every morning anymore and I didn't realize I was putting on a suit of armor and going to battle. Mm, And it is, it is beyond freeing to know that, uh, you know, I, I still can get triggered by somebody with a certain personality, um, and want to react or respond the same way. I think we were out shopping this weekend and there was a hitting Canadian tire and we asked him a question and he just kind of like gave us a schluffy answer and shuffled off and I was like like he shouldn't even have that job <laughs> like if I was at roots working when I did in as a teenager and I'd behave that way mm-hmm. and I had to sort of let that go so it's still gonna crop up but yeah you know I didn't go on about it for two weeks it was 10 minutes Uh, and we got out but it's it's understanding and accepting people's behavior and knowing that there's a story behind why most people are the way they are if yeah I'm gonna say if I don't yeah I'm stumbling on my words (laughs) no but I love the analogy you said like I'm at peace I feel 50 pounds lighter and I'm doing this action if you're watching the video, because it's like, yeah, when you say I don't have to put on my armor and go to battle, no, you know, and it's even just um, like, like working with the nervous system, it's like just feeling safe, safe in your body, safe in your relationship, safe, oh, in your career. And for you to just be like, ah, I'm at peace. Like, I think that's the biggest flex ever. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and coming to not necessarily terms, but really owning my story I do not hold resentment or anger um more I understand why people are the way they are and that I didn't have the tools at the time to handle those sorts of people the right way so I just I was like challenge bull in a china shop um you know I I did very well in the work world at what I did was I the most liked person probably not um, would some of those individuals have worked better with me had I not challenged them? We'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we're all brought into each other's path for a reason. And um, yeah, when you're talking about um, peeling back the onions, like, you know, when you're dealing with, whether it's with ourselves or with our clients, like I usually see like as a pattern that are a lot of our paradigms and programming and that's on autopilot comes from childhood absolutely. Is that something that you work with as well yeah oh absolutely I mean we uh we while you with a brain with a newborn you know the we come into the world as these innocent pure loving bundles of I don't know what you want to call them I haven't had a child myself but your little mushy things and then the world gets their teeth into you or into us Mm -hmm. and it does some pretty 
nasty things sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, every, our, the what, the, sorry, the, the way we react to things is a direct result of everything that has been said to us, done to us, um, that we've said, we've done all the experience we ha we've had, you know, they create this filter with, through which we see the world mm -hmm. and it may not necessarily be a positive one, but when you peel back the onion and you start to understand, you know, why I worry so much about people not liking me or why I worry. I think I said the first thing when I walked into my doctor's office was, have I done something wrong? Or am I in trouble? Um, oh, that's what it was. Am I in trouble? Uh -huh. I can still catch myself now thinking the same thing, like with coaches I work with. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing, like with my, <laughs> I could feel my, the little girl in me that wants to still be a good girl. So wants to be perfect to get good grades, to be ultimately loved. Right. But all these yeah. little things in my mind, I'm like, ah, oh, there it is again. <laughs> you know, wanted to be the perfect little girl. And I'm like, okay, I just have to release that perfectionism and like send her love because I know it came from my dad. You know, if like we're talking about peeling the onions. Yeah. So still, yeah, like we talk about these these grown women having these like these little triggers that are like, oh, that was from childhood. Oh, that was also from childhood. Well, like, and and what we do with our clients and we it's ongoing work on ourselves we bring awareness about this so that when a situation happens again, you know, you still may react or get triggered, but it may only take you out for an hour versus weeks on end. You may stop yourself and go, wait, hold on a second. That was this seven-year-old. Yeah. The seven-year-old is calling the shots right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, totally. Um, I see that, um, you have so many healing modalities or what, what do you call these? Like, I don't even know what quantum time releases or quantum change processes, like with all of these like tools in your tool belt or toolkit, like who are your ideal clients? Um, I mean, my, the, the people or the women I work with are struggling with very dysfunctional, toxic relationships. Um, whether it be their family, their work environment, their friends, they may not initially understand that it is toxic or dysfunctional or not normal behavior. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are just, they're ready to throw in the towel fighting these mm. people. And they just want, you know, like I said, to lead when I was working with my first coach and she was pushing me about what my purpose was. And I was saying, I don't ex insert an expletive have a purpose. Um, to me, it was a very woohoo spiritual thing. And she kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. And finally, and, and this is like tears in a box of Kleenex later. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I just want to be happy. I want people to be happy. Yeah. Um, I had somebody disagree with me the other day saying um, we all deserve to be happy. We deserve, human beings deserve to be happy, whether or not it's going to, yeah. So 
you know, when I was figuring out what my sort of purpose statement was, it was, it was along the lines of, you know, um, I want others to, to know that they're heard, seen, loved, supported, worthy. Mm. And I realized as I was sort of coming up with that, or the words were coming out, those are the things I don't feel like I had, Mm. or I got or was supported. So, you know, if I can be there for my clients to show them that they are all those things, they may not be getting them from the people around, but we need to, to get it's, it's sorry, (laughs) getting all tied up again. It's, we have to give that to ourselves. I mean, that's the sort of the self-love. You can't get external validation. It's great if you do. Um, and I want to be there to do that for them. Um, but I think just gaining a better understanding of other people's behavior, um, in turn, we start to make our own adjustments um, and respond to people differently when we know they've got a story going on and that's why they're acting a certain way. Mm -hmm. Oh, I totally resonate. Um, What would you, what advice would you give your younger self? You can't change other people's behavior. It's, it's, it's so simple. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I would arm my younger self with a list of sort of red flags um, for toxic behavior in people mm-hmm. with the, if you see all this, just remember, you're not going to be able to change their behavior. Mm. you can change how you look at the situation how you respond to the person um yeah beautiful and i know you have an ebook that you want to i do yeah tell me what was what, tell me the title of this book the book is four secrets strong gritty women need to know to rise above toxic relationships Um, In the book, I share the tools that have helped me or would, had I known, would have helped me navigate certain life situations a lot better. Um, And in the book, I have four four and after scenarios. Mm -hmm. So the way a boardroom situation went and then using the tools, how it would have gone had I had the tools to use. Nice. And I'll definitely add that link to this free ebook in the show notes on the YouTube and the podcast show. Um, Amanda, what does Move With Love mean to you? Move With Love mean to me? I think it just means as a, a, a human... Um, I I said, we all deserve to be loved. I think it's just acting with compassion for others, empathy for others. um, And 
yeah, happiness, yeah, love, just treating treating each other like you you said earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a birthright in a sense, yeah, to be happy. Yes. Um. So if you know, I can make sure those that I'm surrounded by or surrounded by me or when I walk into situations that I don't bring, you know, negativity and bad energy. Um, and I think that's another thing to move with love. It's is with positive energy, with good intentions. Yeah. Oh, beloved Amanda, it's been a joy. Yeah. Sharing your yoga practice with me. And like, that's why I love even the phrase move with love because we were moving physically together. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we were in a yoga studio and doing these yoga poses and these yoga flows. But even though our careers have shifted, I still feel we are still moving with love, moving energy, moving the mindset or just, you know, you're like even you're acting from a place of love, holding space and allowing your clients to feel seen, heard, supported, worthy of love. And so Mm -hmm. I, I celebrate you. I am so grateful that our paths have reconnected for this moment and this interview to happen. Um, One last thing, where can our listeners and viewers find you? I am on Instagram and Facebook at Amanda Kirkland Coach. And my website is amandakirkland.com. So they're all pretty straightforward. Beautiful. So until next time, let's adapt the mindset let's live the lifestyle let's move with love together namaste namaste hey soul family can you do me a favor if you found value in the content in today's episode please share it with your community subscribe or leave a review those little action steps meet the world to me not only are you sharing the message you are planting karmic seeds that will pay you back tenfold i see you and celebrate you continuously showing up and moving with love